This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that was started on Monday. And I can say the theme is based on Jesus' words in John 6, verse 63, the word says, It is the Spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. We've been talking and will continue to talk about the connection between the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And these must go together, whether we're speaking the Word or hearing it. Because or living this, it. Or living it, really. Because without the Spirit, the Word doesn't have its full power. With the Spirit, it touches the deepness of the Word. I remember Richard Wormbrandt, who was an incredible man of God, was sharing at our church once, and he said, you know, you got to read between the lines to really find out what the Lord is saying. And it's really true. We have to have the Spirit of God teach us the Word so we have the richness and the fullness of it in our spirit. He actually said there's more written between the lines (laughs) than in the lines themselves. Wow. We started the other programs by reading some verses from Psalm 119, because out of the 176 verses in that psalm, many of them have to do with the Word of God. So let me read a few again. Uh, In uh, Psalm 119, I'd like to look at verse 81. My soul languishes for thy salvation. I wait for thy word. And in verse 89, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So this it's incredible encouragement when you want to know what the Lord is saying. And in verse 50, the word says, This is my comfort in thy, my affliction, that thy word has revived me. So we get just a flavor of how, how powerful the word is. And I really believe, Junie, that... There's a word in either the Old or New Testament, or sometimes both, that can really speak to the situation that all people are going through. So, we spoke also about the the, uh, prophet Daniel. He was uh, one of the um, Jewish young men who was brought to Babylon. And there was a time when uh, somebody wrote on a wall and the king did not understand it. And the queen said, there's a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. So the king called him in. And he said in chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, 
Then Daniel was brought in before the king, and he said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah? I have heard that you, that you, that the Spirit of God is in you, and that light and understanding is, an, is excellent wisdom are found in you. Isn't it interesting? Here's a man who had incredible, uh, re, uh, what can I say, the end time prof- prophecies, but the in, identifying factor regarding Daniel was the Spirit of God was in him. And the words that he spoke were incredible if you're familiar with Daniel. We also read from 1 Corinthians 2, 9, 16, that not judging anyone uh, of not being spiritual, I just sense that we try to understand the word of God on a natural basis. The natural man, as those verses talk about, does not receive the things of the spirit that come from God because they are spiritually discerned. We mentioned 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is by inspiration of God. And we point out that inspiration in Greek is made up of two words. Theo, which means God, and pneo, which means breathe. So the same spirit that breathed on the word is needed by all of us to understand the word. So again, John 6.63 is so important. We're going to be repeating it time and time again these days. It is the spirit that gives life. L-I-F-E. Life, life, not life. L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Again, in 2 Corinthians 3, 6, the letter kills, but the spirit brings life. We looked at John 5, 39 and 40. It says, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which speak, uh, which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. This was the, uh, the uh, cry from Jesus' heart to the Pharisees. They were jealous, and yet their zeal was for their human interpretation of the word of God. They studied and accepted scripture in the light of, in the power of their own mind. And today, Jesus would speak that to all of us yes. as well. And the key to that, what Jesus said, you are not willing to come to me. And that's so deep, Shelley, because that's what affects our life. That's what transforms our life when we're born again and the spirit of truth lives in us. The way we receive life from the Lord himself is to come to him on a daily basis to pray to yes, him Lord, yes. to call out to him to read his word and no longer live just for ourselves but to live for the purposes that he has for us in this hour yes because the whole world lies in the wicked one in the evil one and it appears that evil is winning But when we know the Lord, we know better that the Lord is the one who has won. It's finished. Yes. He said over 2,000 years ago, it is done. So he is the word of God. He is the life. He is the truth. And we really need to turn to him moment by moment to be overcomers. Thank you, Lord. 
We close yesterday's program by speaking and mentioning the prayer of uh, Paul for the Ephesian church, where he prayed that we, and I'm saying for all of us, the listeners now, that we should all be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let's look at John chapter 14, verses 25 and 26. The word is, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. The Holy Spirit, also called the Spirit of Truth, is our main teacher. I know there are teachers in the body of Christ, but you're going to learn more from the Spirit of God, and the Holy Spirit is called to teach us. Closely linked with that is John 16, verse 13. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into the truth. So that what a, what a blessing it is to know that if we don't know the truth, the spirit of truth will guide us into the truth, and the truth is the word, and the and the truth sets everyone free. And to understand that today there are so many deno- denominations, and there are so many doctrines, and for the body of Christ to really be one together, we all need to hear from the Lord, and ask him as you read his word that the Holy Spirit would teach you what the word is saying. Because Shelley and I as Jews, when we came to the Lord, we didn't know doctrine. When we started to read the Bible, we prayed for the Lord to open up our eyes that we might see. And he filled us with the Holy Spirit. We were baptized in the Holy Spirit, and we didn't know doctrines that some denominations believe that that went out with the 12 apostles. But Paul, Apostle Paul, who was Rabbi Saul, showed us through his life because he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, that it didn't go out with the other 12 apostles because Paul never met Jesus in the flesh personally. He came to know Jesus after his resurrection. Amen, amen. And you said we we were filled. We're still being filled, hopefully, through the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Well, we were only baptized once in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but that's in enough, other- right? I mean, really, yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> let's, let's keep getting filled. Uh, I want to look at something from 2 Samuel 23, because these are the last words of King David. And it just shows the, the joining together of the Spirit and the Word of God. Now, these are the last words of the... I'm looking at uh, uh, chapter 23, verses 1 and 2. Now, these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, declares, and the man who was raised on high declares the anointed of the God of God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. The spirit of the Lord spoke by me and his word was on my tongue. Isn't that incredible? The spirit of the Lord spoke by him and his word was on my tongue. David spoke the word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is what Jesus did 
when he became a curse for us that we might become the righteousness of God. And he, after his resurrection, sent the spirit of truth, the holy comforter to us. And in the Old Testament, there were only certain ones who were filled with the Holy Spirit, like King David, as Shelley just said. But today, we have the scripture that tells us that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh, and that's what's happening today. We're living in the last days. Really? Uh, before we close, just want to read this um Close. Pro- yeah, it's off. The programs go. It went quickly. Proverbs one twenty three. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. So often, Junie, we see that the spirit moves and then it causes us to speak the word. I love this verse. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Father, I just pray that you would open up Shelley's heart my heart, and the heart of every listener to be filled with all that you want to speak to us, all you want us to do, and all you want us to live in you. Cause us to rest and believe and have the faith to know you are God. Yes. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.